on the extended three-hour program, Racing Pulse now hones in on the full Victorian race preview. We are racing at Bet365 Kilmore today and the rail is at three metres. It's a good four. It's a, a mild day today, so it all should be a... Very, very uh, fun day if you're in the Kilmore area to head uh, trackside. There are eight races, eight winners, and fingers crossed Mark Hunter's uh, going to find his fair share of them. How are you, Mark? G'day, Michael. Good, thanks. What do you make of this Tuesday Kilmore card? Lots of scratchings and not much value. Uh, some, you know, quite a few shorties through the day. I think probably the best punning part of it is through the quadrilla legs. I don't, I don't mind the, uh, yeah, the middle of the day looks okay. What's the normal racing style of Kilmore? Do you want more advantageous up on speed? Yes, on speed. Rail's gone out three. They come down that hill and a lot of horses get lost. They get mm. speared out wide and they just don't recover. So you've got to get a good run. Sort of, I don't know how far it is, probably the 600 to the home turn. You've got to get a good run down that hill or you uh, are in the wrong spot. Well, let's find these winners. Race one. We kick off at 1.30 this afternoon. It's over 1,607 metres. Uh, take out five and eleven. Maxims is the favourite. Mar Eustace, and it's been well supported into two dollars and ten cents. Uh, Shamster, yeah, or Shamster is at four twenty from the course of the Corstons Yard. Uh, Tempestarly is at five fifty. No matter what, a debutante from the Kamani Stables at nine dollars. Uh, Adam O's pretty keen on the favourite Maxims in the first. Do you like it? It probably wins. Uh, look, it's no star. It went set up on the speed of Camperdown. That wasn't a spectacular maiden there. It had, had every chance and was beaten by Treasury Place, who had been around the mark without luck in races. Uh, Maxim goes forward, gets a good run here. It's fitter. It's a weak race. It's got a good chance, Michael, but not one you'd rush in at the shorts. To beat number six, Shemista, who didn't have the clearest passage last time, wasn't beaten that far. Jumps to the mile, which should suit. Number one, Alamigos, was up on the speed, fought on pretty well at Maui, and seven no matter what. He's first up at the mile, but the stable get them hard and fit. I thought it wasn't knocked about in the recent trial and looked to go okay. So not much value here. Four short, probably wins, but not for me. Four, six, one, and seven. Four, six, one, and seven, the first at Kilmore. We should get a track update too, by the way. Uh, let's have a chat to uh, Chris Snell, who joins as the track manager at uh, Kilmore. How are you, Chris? Good yourself? Very well, mate. What's the weather like out Kilmore Way? Is the uh, sun shining through? Well, the sun has finally come out. Um, she's been overcast all morning. With, it seemed to try and rain. Uh, a few spits here and there, but nothing major. Um, yeah. Good for it. Have you windy. put much irrigation on? Um, yeah, so in the past week, I think we put about 25 mil on. Uh, and I had about nine or pretty close to ten mil of rain this week coming in on Thursday and Friday. So we're a bit wary of that and, and held back with our irrigation and, and then once we got what we got, we, we put a bit more on. And did you say it's a bit windy out there? Do you think that'll have an effect? Uh, potentially. Wind dries tracks out um, more often than not. So I would like to see it stay at a good four all day, but potentially... We might um, might see an upgrade to a three. All right. Well, fingers crossed you have a good day out there and we get a decent crowd on course. Have a good one. No worries. See you later. Good on you, Chris. Chris Snell. So um, look out for that wind. It may end up uh, drying out the track and we get up to a good three, which uh, may help uh, the leader's pattern as well, the firmer it gets. Race number two is over 14.57. 
Uh, we've got a short price favourite here. The scratchings are two, four, six, nine, and ten. And our warrior, Jerome Hunter, uh, it opened up four dollars. It's now one dollar seventy-five. But it's a seed uh, from the Jason Warren stable. This is a brother to confrontational. He's at four dollars and forty cents. Uh, Munuk Ma uh, is at four dollars eighty, and Ma Jing eight dollars. Dollar uh, seventy-five. Is that a bit skinny for you, Mark? I think it is. It probably wins. It trolled really well before that debut run at Maui. Got stuck wide, didn't have much luck. That was 1,200 metres, and after sitting wide, it was cast on the line. Now, it jumps to 14.50 here, which has to be some query. It draws for a cheap run. It's a weak race, so it probably gets away with it. But that distance is a little niggle to beat number five, Zaseed, who it sat three wide in a pretty fast run race there. Valancourt ran along in front of Geelong. And the seed wasn't hopeless. Did a good job to finish where it did. Valancourt wasn't disgraced in town Saturday, so you've got a form line there. I think the seed is a genuine danger from a good gate. Next best, number 12, uh, Monomac, who ran at Moe Gold Revival. We've seen come out and win again since. Monomac wasn't hopeless. Straws gate one gets a good run and a place chance to number one, Marjing, who's always around the mark, had 19 goes for eight placings, has got a place chance again. Three... Just a bit short again here, no value. Three, five, twelve, and one. Three, five, twelve, and one in the second. Race number three over eleven oh seven. Scratchings in this race. We can take out two, six, seven, eight, nine, fifteen, and sixteen. The favourite here is all sassed up from the inside gate into one ninety now. Tanto, two dollars thirty, and they absolutely dominate the market from the Cummings first starter. Uh, which is number three, uh, Capo, Capo Distria at $11. So have you got this down to a two-horse race as well? Probably. Uh, all sassed up. Look, it would win on its best form. That run at Mooney Valley behind Crosswinds and Nanagui would win this race for sure. It trolled well before Sandown, went there, was well-backed, but it gee, was a weak effort. It covered a bit of ground, didn't have the best of runs, but it just gave up and dropped out. So it draws barrier one here. It's fitter. It's in a much weaker race, and the best form would win, but there's just something I don't trust about the horse, Michael, so I'm not taking the short odds. 11 Tanto comes off a break. You've got D-Lane going there. It's trolled really well. It's a big danger. It'll run well. Next best, number four, Chiaro De Luna, who came down the straight there first up and just had to chase in the wrong part of the race. It wasn't with the main brigade when they booted away. I thought this horse ran pretty well. It's not hopeless. Next best, number three, Capodistria, who's trolled okay, has got a place chance. So, again, just a query on a short price favourite, not rushing to take the shorts. One eleven four and 3. One eleven four and 3 in race number 3. Race number 4, uh, uh, again, over the 11.07, take out 3, 6, 13 and 16. Uh, Tajaki from the Mar Eustace Stable, it's uh, a debutante, $2.40. Oasis Gold, $5. Bring Me to Life, $6. Toffee Street, Seven dollars are the ones under double figure odds. What have you seen of this debutante? He should win. It's a, again, it's a weak race. It showed speed in the jump out. It was given a send along and and won well enough to say it should come here, get up on the speed, found its right race around Kilmore, and looks the one to beat to beat four. Bringing to life, who bombed the start there last time, ran okay with a better getaway, can run well. Eight Oasis Gold been disappointing. This horse it showed good promise early in its career. It's the form this time in, the runs have been just. It's getting fitter. And nine, Skyler's Princess, who 
missed away last time and ran pretty well. Just draws to need luck, but it's going to win a race somewhere soon. So 12, should be able to make a winning debut in a week race. 12, 4, 8 and 9. 12, 4, 8 and 9. Is 240 about its right price? Yeah, it is. Look, those trialers, I don't know how some of those blokes make money off trials. You, you don't quite know what's under the bonnet. You don't know what weight they're carrying. So whilst it looked good enough to win a Kilmore Maiden, it's not one I'd completely hang my hat on. All right, that is the favourite in race four, number 12, $2.40. That's halfway through the eight race card. We'll take a quick break. On the other side of this, it'll be the Quaddy Legs. On RSN 927's Racing Pulse, the Victorian Form Preview. Welcome back to the Victorian Form Preview, looking at Bet365 Kilmore today. We're up to the fifth event, which is the first league of the Quaddy. Mark Hunter finding us all of the winners, and it kicks off at half past three this afternoon, a 64 over 1,207 metres. In this race, the scratchings are five, seven, and ten. Tapiza from the Young and Bussardon Stable, first up, has been 2.25 this morning into $2.10 outright favourite. Red Octane at $5.50. Uh, Omaninka at $6. Bush Christmas, $7. And then you're out to Mr. Invincible, a $10 chance. So uh, money again for the favourite here, Mark. Yeah, it's, it's short enough too, Michael. I, I like Bush Christmas here each way. I thought this horse ran well first up. It draws. It's got a sticky gate around Kilmore. The last thing you want to be down that hill is three wide posted and getting speared. So we do need some luck here for the three kilo apprentice. But it was good first up, picked its way through the field, ran on, looked suited 1,200 metres. And I think Bush Christmas, with a bit of luck, will run really well to beat number one, Omanika, the Chris Calthorpe stable of flying. This horse is back in trip. It will also need some luck from a sticky gate back in trip, but will be strong late. Nine to Pisa. That support's come off the back of a good recent trial. It can win, but I think it's short enough odds. And three, Red Octane, who didn't enjoy much, uh, well, didn't enjoy much joy in the run last time. Draws for a much better run. We'll push forward around to here. Around here, it would be next best. But... I'm going with three horses for the Quaddy, eight, one, nine, and three. Eight, one, nine, and three, the three horses in the Quaddy for Mark Hunter. Uh, the second leg of the Quaddy is race number six, and it is due to start at six at 1,600, which is four o'clock, over 1,107 metres. Uh, scratchings in this race, we can take out four, six, seven, 12, and 14. Miss Tightline. Kiramar Dave Eustace is the favourite into $2.40. Royal Wazi, we heard from Jerome Hunter. Uh, it also uh, is very, very firm in the market. $2.50 chance after winning on debut. Defrosted is at $4.60. Um, that'll be one of Chris Holland's last runners, I think, before he ends up uh, working with uh, Graham Begg. It's at $4.60 and it has been backed. Adkey is at $10. Who wins the sixth event here, Mark? I think either two or three, they're the only two I'm taking. I'll just go with number two, Miss Tightline. I come through the best race, having run behind the last Napoleon and Waterbond the last time. That's that's the best form. It draws outside Royal Wazi and probably has to sit outside that horse all the way and pass it. So that's a little challenge, but I think Miss Tightline just ahead of number three, Royal Wazi, who kicked off its career with a win. The stable's in terrific form. Do they train a lot of winners? And this horse has got that claim. It'll go forward. It'll run well. Eight defrosted, racing consistently, draws just an awkward gate, needs luck around here, and one Adki who's pretty hard to follow. On its day, can find the top and keep going, but it will probably have to work from the gate, and that might bring it undone. So two hopes for me, two and three, ahead of eight and one.
Two and three ahead of eight and one in race number six. Race number seven is a 58 over 1,607 metres. In this race, the scratchings are four and six. Uh, nabbed for Tony McAvoy and Calva McAvoy is at $3. Kia Hoey at $3.50. KU uh, is at $3.70. And then you're at to Equine Philosopher at $7.50. So it's been supported 12s into seven fifty. So we've got three finding out favouritism and then the well-backed Equine Philosopher in race number seven. Matty Kamani was on with the Brecky Boys talking about KU. This is what he had to say. Well, I think KU is absolutely flying. She's um, done very well this prep. She is a little bit limited. We've seen her struggle to sort of win at this um, at this grade. Uh, um, but when things go well for her, she's, she, she can be impressive. And she's in a particularly good sort of physical frame at the moment and a good frame of mind. I'm hoping she can build on that win with another one. Uh, but she got a beautiful ride last time from Dean Holland, and hopefully she can get a good one today. Um, and uh, if she can, I think she's still got the ability to win a race like this again. Well, he's pretty boyish, uh, bullish about the uh, chances of KU. Do you agree, Mark? Got a good chance. Um, had no luck two ago, and then beautiful ride last time, as he mentioned. I, I think Nabbed is the best for the day here. Nabbed ran well first up, got back at Terang and made good ground to finish fourth, went across to Adelaide, and just had no luck. Just couldn't get off the fence at the right time, got held up at a crucial stage, never got clear up the straight to wind up and got through the line really well. I think Nab is fit, it's ready for the mile, and I think Nab will win. To beat number seven, KO, who ran seventh two starts ago, just had nowhere to go up the straight, given a great ride last time, was never going to lose. Steps out to the mile, but gets a good run from the draw. They're the only two I'm taking. Next best, number 10, Limbering, who gets back onto dry ground from barrier one, can improve. And five, Kia Hoey. Good trainers, the hopes, and this horse come off a break, got the job done. This is a harder race, so I thought that might just find it out up in class. So I thought eight would win from seven, ten, and five. Eight would win from seven, ten, and five, and you can get $3 for NAB, so certainly backable the best of the day in race number eight at Kilmore. And the lucky last is, sorry, that's race seven. The lucky last is race eight. It's a 64 over 1,457 metres. In this race, the scratchings are 2, 7, 11, and 13. Titan of Choice is the $2.50 favourite. Diasonic, 4.60. Shalaga, $4.80. Henty at $5, Galactic Express $7, and then you're out to $18 plus for the remaining three runners. So, gee, it looks a, an open final event here. It is, taking six of the nine runners here. Uh, look, having said that, I'll tip the favourite on top. I don't want to take the 250, but I'll tip Titan of Choice on top. It resumed, got strung up behind traffic, the race was over, and it finished the race off okay to finish fourth. It's fitter. It's a beautiful run from gate one here after the 1450, and it's hard to beat, but short enough odds for a horse that doesn't win out of turn to beat number five, Shalaga, who was well beaten last time, but ran well. It's consistent, just needs some luck from the draw. One diasonic, diasonic's best form would blow them away. Recent trial was not bad, ran about six, but wasn't knocked about. And three Galactic Express, who doesn't win out of turn, but is going to stick its head out there at some stage in one of these races. Six, five, one, and three. Six, five, one, and three in the, the last. So, uh, what's the best way to play today? Yeah, the best is NAB, race seven, number eight. I think it's the best for the day. The value, race five, number eight, Bush Christmas. The Quaddy, first leg, eight, one, and nine. Second leg, two, and three. Third leg, eight, and seven. 
and come home six, five, one, three, nine, and four. Play of the day, I'm going to play an all-up. I'm going to go each way, race five, number eight, Bush Christmas. Win race six, numbers two and three, Miss Tightline and Wazi. And win race seven, number seven and eight, KU and Mad. Uh, I like it. Uh, very good. Uh, just a little bit of news, too, off the back. Um, Mark, we just had a, a tweet come out from Australian uh, Bloodstock saying, don't waste your vote. Detonator Jack is going to the paddock. He showed he needs a spell after that run on Saturday, so there's no possibility of it going to the all-star mile. And I, I want to get your thoughts on this because, uh, as being dubbed by Daniel Harford, I'm not sure if he's happy with it or not, because uh, he's now known as Apprentice Mick around the offices and in general life. Uh, uh, Mickey Comerford has come up with a, a Twitter poll in regards to the Ore Stakes. Uh, who are the four that you've put in the Twitter poll? Uh, the four that I've put in are I'm Thunderstruck, Jackado, Tuvalu, and Gentleman Roy. Mark, who would you be voting for? Mm, um, I'd have to have a think about that one, Michael. I couldn't, uh, <laughs> I'd, ra- I'd rather... You can change your tip before Saturday. Rather sit there and appear stupid than open my mouth and remove any doubt. So um, I'll probably uh, wait until I see the barriers and uh, have a have a better look at it. All right. Well, who have the public voted for? Who who's the number one selection of that foursome, Mick? Uh, well, it is. I'm Thunderstruck has forty eight point two percent of the vote, and I know you were kind of keen on I'm Thunderstruck, and a likely field was released over the weekend, which included I'm Thunderstruck, Tuvalu, Mr. Brightside, Callsign Mav, Aegon, Gentleman Roy, Western Empire, Regal Power, Nugget, Fangirl, and Jackano. Now, I want to try and squeeze an answer out of you, Michael, before we go off air. Without the final field and without the barriers, are you going to go with I'm Thunderstruck? Oh, I think, yeah. He'd be the most likely winner for mine. Uh, Tuvalu and... Um, Gentleman Roy might put on a nice speed and I can see him thundering down the outside and, and blousing him off that jump up. He, he, I think he's the best horse in the race. Jack and I is obviously very good, but he's not going to be as fit as a stable mate. So, yeah, long-winded, I'll go thunders. Yeah, well, Gentleman Roy's actually got almost double the vote that Tuvalu does, which mm. is quite surprising, although I am going to be with the Hayes boys in both of their runners. I like both Mr. Brightside and Gentleman Roy. And Jack, Jack and O's got... 29% of the vote in second. Okay, there you go. I might ask Mark one real hard one. You can do this as a Twitter poll uh, on Brecky. Who's going to finish higher, Melbourne or the Bulldogs this year? <laughs> you asking me that one? Yeah. Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> uh, good on you, Mark. Have a good day, mate. Thank you.